Hello everybody and welcome to the Film Review Central podcast with me, Kieran Bridgins. I hope that you're all well. Now, earlier on this year, Netflix released a massive, massive zombie movie that was massively hyped. That was directed by Zack Snyder and starring Dave Bautista called Army of the Dead. And that film did really, really well amongst audiences. So it quickly spawned a prequel called Army of Thieves, which is released on Netflix earlier on today, all about Ludwig Dieter, who of course was that very likable character in the first film. I checked it out today and this is my review of his prequel and standalone film, Army of Thieves. We're going to be talking all about what the the film involves with and also my positives and negatives about the film because I've got so much to talk about in terms of this film and what I actually thought. Obviously, guys, you can share your opinions on this movie. Just go over to my Instagram, FRC underscore podcast, and share your opinion on the film. Obviously, the first one did really, really well, so it definitely gives an opportunity for people to sort of make similarities and big differences if you have them. Obviously, I've decided to change my sort of and dynamic and outcome and you know in terms of movie reviews I really like to go massively in depth with the film sort of sharing my, all of my opinions where I think this franchise can go because I think this is a franchise that a lot of people have felt very very unique with uh, so to speak and I think that's a fantastic way of obviously building a franchise like this having a load of the different characters sort of have prequels and standalone films and tv shows i think that that is what's fantastic about uh, this franchise how well netflix has seemed to work with this franchise. but more on that obviously a little bit later on so this basically film is covering a mysterious woman who is on the run from american police hires a safe cracker Ludwig Dieter to crack three safes across Europe just as the zombie apocalypse we see in Army of the Dead has just decided to break out. I thought that Army of the Dead was a very, very original movie, had a lot of really positive moments in that film. It had a very, very impressive cast. Batista most definitely the main name of that film. So to me, looking at... You know, looking at a, a prequel, not even about that character, you show how well Matthias Swidloffer has really, really delivered in terms of his characterization. That character was a massive part, a prominent part of that story, the way that it progressed. But never did I watch Army of the Dead thinking that now seven months later we're going to be having a film based on his character and his backstory. The trailer, when I watched the first trailer, really actually impressed me. I really liked this save-cracking element. I think that's fantastically original. I can't remember a last film that's devoted to a save-cracker be, you know, so, you know, rewarding and sort of stuff like that, which I thought was a very, very interesting way. Heist comedies are always something that's fantastic. And what I noticed in the trailer was how different these genres seem to be, you know, emitted between the two films. That one definitely felt like an action zombie post-apocalyptic film. But this one seemed to be a heist romantic comedy, have sort of the different elements, which I think was so, so difficult to do. But they most definitely looked at this and said, we want to give you something completely and utterly different. And 
let's get obviously get on to my f- whole thoughts about this film. For me, this was such an entertaining prequel. It re- explores a really likable and well-grounded character, which of course involves genres that is different from the predecessor. I thought that this character, you, you can't help but like him. You can't help but root for him and obviously see his journey and the way he is. I think it did fall under some stereotypical moments, particularly at the beginning, noticing a character who's in a dead-end job, who's in a dead-end life, but seemed to have this intrigue that nobody seems to really care about. To me, that's very, very stereotypical within these films, but I think that was only really short-lived once you get into the main, main plot of the film. So obviously with the, with the crime bit, he's not a criminal. He constantly says, I'm not a criminal, but seems to have such a buzz from actually doing this and not wanting to do it for the sole purpose of, of getting money or, or you know, the end goal, just wanting to crack a safe, which I think was a very intriguing way of looking at it, but really, really fit his character from, from the prequel we'd already seen. And I think that same amount of energy was massively given by Treasure Forth. I think that was a fantastic, you know, casting in terms of him, and he brings that amount of energy again. It seems like because the story is so close to Army of the Dead, and obviously Zack Snyder being a producer on this film, you definitely feel like his influence was absolutely massive. They seem to have a plan since Army of the Dead came out to explore this character. Little connections, little ways, but I think this character was definitely felt, it didn't feel like a completely new character who was so distant from the one we'd already seen in Army of the Dead. I felt like Army of Thieves most definitely paid true to this character and sort of used these you know, really interesting genres and and really and genres that work really, really well together has the opportunity um has the opportunity to, to really, really work. Like I said, I think most definitely he gives a really energetic and also comedic performance. You look at what Army of the Dead did, and Army of the Dead was was one of these films where it was an action film, it brought up all our action, but I felt one of the negatives I had with that is that it has such a strong few characters, Army of the Dead at the beginning, it sort of felt like it was constantly and constantly adding to it, so it was all a big group, and not a lot of people had the opportunity to really shine and flourish into these really well-developed characters. So with this film, I, I definitely wanted to see or is it going to be re- explored to the maximum? And my God, does it do that? And, uh, you know, the fact that it brings out that co- comedy interest, every single scene I felt like Schwarzenegger was in, he always brought that comedy and always brought that, you know, lightheartedness and ability to really work within the story. And uh, like I said, I have that opportunity to really energize the story and energize the plot. And I thought the new additions really made their mark as well. Natalia Emmanuel, who play, who was in the Fast and Furious franchise, were, I thought, again, gave a really, really good performance. I think her character was very multi-layered. She obviously had this backstory that was very, very distant. I think a lot of people looking at this from other people's perspectives could probably got a little bit frustrated with the fact that her character and her backstory wasn't really explored enough. I felt like... in the uh, in one of the couple of the scenes it was it was sort of hinted at and you can sort of like build up as you know a small sort of you know a small conversation sort of small backstory but it never really flourished into anything i think if you look at the uh, new additions that we met in this film she most definitely could have could have either 
you know, a new a new movie they want to explore how it could or even a new TV show. So be, <coughs> for a simple reason being that you know, her character was hinted and definitely seemed to have this multi-led, very emotional backstory. Ruby, I think, was massively there uh, for comedy elements. I did think that she got a bit frustrating at the in sort of the middle part of the film. She felt massively out there. She's obviously a big name who last worked on Polar, which was a very dark graphic novel film from Netflix. And most definitely see, you know, seeing her on screen in a different role actually felt, you know, actually was quite good at the beginning, but didn't really flourish in anything. Stuart Martin was obviously there for the you know, the bat the backbone, but again this film never really felt like it had a villain. It was always going back and forth, back and forth. It never felt like it had a villainous element to the to the film. It felt like that they were the villains and they were also the heroes. And that was something I didn't really like that concept of. It didn't have a clear force opposite against. And you know, Stuart Martin was that but he definitely feels that convincing. Gus Khan was again once there for comedy. Uh, he His character was only there for massive. He didn't really do much in terms of the film. And then the other supporting characters away from that, you know, that group of five that you really see and explore with. There wasn't really much. There was the police officers and stuff like that, but it didn't really seem like they were had a prominent place on the story. One really, really big sort of negative I do want to cover is that the low budget of the film really harms the action sequences. If you watch the first film, and I'm, I'm trying to make comparisons to them, trying to link, obviously link them because they are part of the same uh, movie franchise, Army of the Dead was a massive action film with a big budget, big explosions, big potential. This one sort of had the opportunities there, but felt very, very limited. The action sequences seem very basic. They don't seem to have this you know, massive opportunity to really go with it. And that was something that I was massively frustrated with, but not even disappointed, because I felt like there was there was little pockets of you know of the story where you could really involve a big action sequence or you know this really really big moment it doesn't really give us that it, it really massively sticks to this heist rom-com rom that obviously is going on with a really likable character not this you know blood and, and, and shooting and everything like that whilst you know a lot of people would appreciate that for me if you're going to compare these two these are completely completely different but watching a lot of action films and watching that stuff it felt like it was trying to give us an action sequence but didn't really have the you know the financial backing to really make it memorable inside of the film so out of that i'm going to give that a six out of ten and that's probably really harsh i do my end of year rankings of course uh, in two months uh, so uh, the time is ticking obviously for me to watch more movies and so i'll get that list as big uh, and as memorable for you guys but you know that would definitely be at the top it was very very close to giving it a seven but i do honestly think that the villain situation seems very very jumpy and, very, and they never seem to have a you know a, a, most, a proper sort of fall you know, force against, and then also, you know, the opportunities that they had for the action sequences, they were really flourished. It harmed the film more than a lot of people uh, first realised. So that is it for my review of Army of Thieves. Let me know what you think about this new Netflix movie. Obviously, you know, a lot of people really, really liked Army of the Dead and not wait to, can't wait to check this one out. And I'm definitely interested to see where this franchise can go. We We have been told about army of the dead lost vegas which seems to be this sort of anime animated sort of tv show to me i i see problems in that i don't 
I think that's really needed. I do think there needs to be another film, maybe even Army of the Dead 2. Um, there has to be at least something running because I think this franchise is definitely popular. It's fantastic. It's in Netflix's, uh, you know, outlet of movies. So I think that's definitely going to be potential. And I'm interested to see where this franchise goes, whether it's prequels, sequels, or even some stuff on TV. I don't know what my next podcast will be about, but never something that you love. See you in a bit.